Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode on Atom Stork. Yes, and I know what is going on in your head. You like Atom neglected us. Oh, trust me, I didn't. I didn't. And that's just to say Happy New Year to you guys. This is the first podcast I'll be recording this year. And um, trust me, it's not like I forgot Atom Stock. I mean, Atom Stock is in the core of my being. Atom Stock is me, you know. And um, it's just that I've been having a lot of things going on. Exams, after exams, some um, church programs here and there. And, you know, I've just been working um, a lot to put things together. My health, uh, myself, self-development, you know, and everything. But we're here. Yes, I am here. Again, yes, I know it's March, but guys, I am sorry. I apologize. And you know, there's something new coming up on Atom Stock that I really would like you to talk to talk to you guys about. You know, I noticed that um, I would like to be more frequent in showing up. And I decided to have more people do that with me. Like, yes, so that Atom Stock can always be on your feed. There can be something new for you to actually listen to on Atom Stock. And trust me, these people are fire. So we're going to be having content ranging from self-development, you know, normal musing from Atom herself. And um, we're going to be having finance and um, business. And I'm currently working on somebody to actually Old the old the um, relationship and spiritual aspect of Atom Stock. I mean, we are in for a blast this year. Like, I can't wait for you guys to know what we have in store for you. Like, I mean, people that are on board right now have created about six good content for you guys. Only you guys. I mean you guys don't know so every week on atom stock there's going to be something new for you to listen to and i hope that you just you know follow us on this journey you love every bit on it and you know that we're always here to actually listen to your feedbacks yeah you know just you know write us on um talk with atom at gmail.com you know you can go through our social media platforms just message us look for any way to give us feedbacks trust me we love feedback so we do love feedbacks and i would like to you i think this is part of the of, of atom stock that has just been mind-blowing to me the fact that i'm trying to expand i'm trying to scale atom stock and i'm bringing people on board it's been um my vision to make atom stock a platform and you know it's it's starting um at a very point where i actually felt like mm, maybe i'm not there yet and everything but we are doing it. We are doing it. And I, I feel like this should be an encouragement to anyone listening to me. No matter how small you perceive what you're doing is, is um, you can still scale. No matter how much you perceive what you are doing is, you know, you can still scale. Just open your mind to it. Open up your heart. Be a resource. Help people. And yeah, I've been praying seriously to God to just help me be that person who um puts herself gives herself to service yeah service and humility right yeah and um you know that's all what we are about and so before we go on i know i've talked a lot this intro is really long it's really long so um before we go on i think we might want to get our intro yep yeah Welcome, welcome back. And today we're going to be talking about narrative. Yeah, narrative. You know, I was just reading 
um i said reading i was just writing a book right um i have one book on the on the, on the way right now that's if um it's not even yet out before i release this um podcast yes it should be out i think last last week in february and this is the last week in february yes um and i am coached am am co-authoring ah god have mercy go co-authoring with um a big brother of mine um tippy and um we are writing about fear oh my god that book is mind-blowing like i don't know i have not seen synergy like that before like i think i was fourth chapter each the synergy was just too much and it was just like well, we're reading each other's mind. Uh, we were not, but it came out like that. Like, we were reading each other's mind. And, like, I really love that project. And I think it was writing my last chapter that it just came out to me that narratives, like, people's narratives can become our narratives if we let it be. And that's why I would like to talk about it today. You know, I'm... I've been in this space where I am trying to scale out for more, where I'm trying to be more, where I'm trying to, you know, give up more, where I'm trying to be more. And constantly I find myself battling with narratives. What if, what if this person has started doing this for 25 years? What if I do it 25 years and I don't see an outcome? What if, what if this person has been doing it for two years and this person has nothing out of it? What if I am like that? And I realized that. Why am I picking the narrative over my own possibility? And this this doesn't only happen to me. It happens to many of us. In different areas of our lives, we have allowed other people's narrative to influence our positivity. We have allowed people's narrative to cloud our hope you know to just be the covering the the blind um fold to us seeing our hope to us seeing the light to us seeing things that can happen for us to us seeing the definition of what success can be to what to seeing you know to us seeing expansion we've allowed people's narrative and you know the funniest thing is that media will never churn out 100% narrative um, good narratives. They will always churn out about um, 80%. Sorry, I think 80% is even too low. I think about 90% negative narratives and churn out about 10% positive narratives. And that's what I want to talk to us about it. Because it happened to your neighbor or it happened to your um, best friend or someone that you know or someone you owe so dear or someone that you feel like is on top of the matrix doesn't mean it's going to happen to you you know you just have to know that um, because it's happening to those people doesn't mean it's going to happen to you it doesn't mean it's going to happen to you so we have to know how to put people's narrative aside and try to focus on our own narrative. What is really happening with us? What is going to happen with us? How things are going to unfold for us? You know, people's narrative even blind us to the good side of other people. Like, for example, relationships to be precise. You understand that many of us actually um, talk ourselves out of good relationship because we have heard that somebody somewhere that look like the person that is asking us out jilted them. Wait, that is that person's narrative. And 
yeah, maybe the person's partner looks like the person that is coming for you. But that doesn't mean that they are the same person. Doesn't mean that that's what is going to happen to you. But we are just so full of fear. And this fear is better from people's narrative. I'll give you an example. Um, yeah, I, had, I, I wrote this example in, um, in, um, in the book. So I think last year, April, I had this pain crisis. And it was felt from somebody um, asking my mom. Um, my mom actually yeah my mom calling me and talking to me about this pastor that died and everything and that put a lot of fear in me just because of that pastor's narrative okay that pastor's died okay everybody's going to die yeah so but the way she narrated the story to me made me feel like maybe God's covering God's promises for life really didn't hold water maybe it was just uh, maybe we are just serving Jesus in vain and if you are at this point in your life, I want to tell you that no, you're not serving Jesus in vain. Like Jesus promises are yea and amen. There are things that you can rest on. Yeah. And my mom told me that and that made me start struggling. I started struggling because I am someone who actually um rests my life on um the fact that God has given me life. Um and that's in Psalm ninety one. Yeah, Psalm ninety one ending verse. With long life, will you satisfy me and you show me your salvation, right? Yes. So I started doubting everything. And before I knew it, this pain crisis came on my body, on my bone, or everywhere. And I noticed that in that time, instead of me to be focused on life that God has given to me, because that's what I, I actually meditate on, on what God has given to me or what is possible or my body being regenerated by the Holy Spirit. I started focusing on that, on the possibility that I was going to die just because of somebody's narrative. Yeah. And that just brings me to the fact that when we actually value other people's narrative over possibilities the hope of our own narrative of our own good narrative of our own positive narrative there are there are possible there are um there are chances that that narrative opens us up to fear yes they open us up to fear so much that we we now carry people's baggages as our baggage we now many of us didn't grow up in abusive homes right we didn't grow up in um, in um, um, violent homes, but we understand now that many of us carry baggages of these abusive homes, these domestic violence um, thing. We carry the baggages of this, even this feminism um, trash, and we can't even we, we don't know where it's coming from. Well, it's coming from picking some somebody's narrative over your own. You just find out that. This baggages you are carrying was because you listened to someone's story, because you, you know, you listened to two people's story, you listened to three people's story, you imbibed yourself in that narrative, you saw yourself in that narrative, and now you're trying to fight that narrative, that narrative that is not supposed to even happen to you, that narrative that shouldn't be your narrative. I mean, today I'm trying to tell you that. Don't pick people's narrative over your own experience, over what is happening to you, over your own hope, over your own. You know, because someone failed doesn't mean you're going to fail. 
You guys are two different people. You're going to use two different ways. You're going to go through two different strategies, two different plans. Am I saying you should not listen to people's experience? I am not saying that. I love talk shows. I love interviews more. I actually feel like interviews are like gifts to humans. Yeah. I listen to interviews, but I am able to guard my heart. You know, if you can't guard your heart, you should not listen to people's narrative. Because anything you listen to, you have a high chance of becoming it. What do I mean? Um, what you hear, what you hear, yeah, actually produces faith in you. Like in the scriptures that says that um, 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 faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, right? So that means that anything you listen to, anything you hear, anything you hear, builds up a certain kind of faith in you. You believe in the possibility of that thing. So let's say that you are listening, you you just, everything you listen to are sad songs. You will see the possibility that it's possible for you to commit suicide. It's possible for you to operate in toxic environment. You know, your life will start, you start feeling this this sorrow, this sadness, in-depth um, sorrow. And that's because everything you've imbibed yourself in is the sad songs. And those sad songs are like product of peop other people's narratives. Yes, they are products of other people's narrative. And that can be harmful to you because you don't you don't you don't you shouldn't subject yourself to the bad experiences of others. You should not try to use your life to um I'll say it in this way that um you should not want to leave other people's narratives. Yeah, don't leave other people's narratives. Oh, yeah, that person made it at 25. Oh, good for them. I'm going to stay focused on my process, on my journey, and I'm also going to make it. I'm going to make it when I make it. Yes, that's your narrative. We need to start owning our own experiences, owning our own journey, owning things that are opening to us, and stop allowing people's other people's narrative have a say over our own. So I was discussing with a friend recently and my friend, this particular friend wasn't in a relationship, right? And he was talking like, I saw the memes he was posting about um, ladies, um, you know, ladies being bad, ladies, um, you know, all this funny stuff, like ladies maltreating them, um, them men, <laughs> them men, yeah. You know, ladies being... Uh, um, unfaithful all those things and i asked him like this is not your narrative this is not your own experience this is not what is going to happen to you and you know he started asking me questions and i told him that you're letting other people's narratives of bad relationship influence your heart so what will happen is even when he gets a faithful lady he will have that notion in his head that this lady no matter how faithful she is no matter how loyal she is she's still unfaithful and unloyal and that is putting yourself at a great risk you start doubting people you should trust yes you, sh you start doubting people you should trust and people who have proved themselves over time that they should end your trust you start you know, you start messing things up in your relationship just because one relationship somewhere, someone said, someone, 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 someone somewhere said, thank God, someone somewhere said that their own wife didn't give birth to their children. That is them. That's not you. That's not you. You can't let people's narrative influence you. And this one thing that happens to us is that 
um, when we allow people's narrative to actually influence us, we start working in their path. We just don't know it. When you listen so much to someone who has gone through domestic violence, your your, your mind is, is open to the possibility that that can be you. And once you open up that channel of possibility, possibilities begin to arrange themselves around you. So if you are listening to people's narratives, if you're going to subject yourself to people's narratives, you have to be sure that you're subjecting yourself to good narratives so that those good narratives, those good possibilities begin to line themselves up around you. So it becomes more possible for you to be a good thing, a good person, an influential person, an impactful person, not so that you can be a wreck, so that not not so that you can be traumatized, so that not so that you can have a lot of trust issues. You know all these things that we need to work on. On these things that would take us extra effort that will deny us of the more that is in us, things that will deny us of the 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 strength that is in us. I mean. Be careful of people's narrative. Be careful of the narratives you actually listen to. Be careful of what you let proceed over your life. Yeah. I think um, I'm really passionate about this because, you know, I've just, I sat down and I checked through some series of stuff and I realized that this thing we are talking about is serious, especially the fact that narratives build positive um, possibility channels around us. They build positive possibility channels around us. So, I don't want to take that for granted, especially if you're an impactful person, if you're someone who creates, if you're someone who gives out, if you're someone, if you're a pastor, if you you have people who look, look up to you to talk, you don't want to just talk in the garbage, you don't want to talk in the nonsense, you don't want to talk in the things that do not have experience, you don't want to talk shabbishly, you don't want to just stand up one day and say just anything. I mean, if you get me, I know I sound really passionate right now, yeah, I am. I am, yeah, and I need you guys to get it straight that you can't let people's narrative proceed over your own story. You can't let them be the um, filter to your own positive story, positive things that can happen to you. Yes. Another thing I would like to talk about lastly is guarding your heart. Now, for the sake of people like me who are content creators, who are writers, and who need to um, broaden their horizon so that they don't feel like you know they are just too much into the positive narrative and you know they want to be able to sympathize with people and everything and you need to, need to listen to things that are going on you have to understand first who you are where you are and what your own narrative is if you can understand those three things first other people's narrative will not will not will not will not precede your own narrative will not um dominate your own narrative what do i mean i i find myself every time i'm listening to things like um domestic violence things like um um death things like um 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 people that actually put all their work all their effort in the work and it didn't pay out for them people like that people who lost their businesses and everything when i'm listening to things like that i consciously say to myself this is not you this is not me. I can identify myself. I know what the scripture says about me. I can identify myself in public. I have that identification already. I know what I am. I know who I am. I know what is what my life is going to be and what my own reality is going to be. 
I know what the scripture is saying about me. So it's just governs my thought. So when people are saying all that and I'm listening to them, that my consciousness, my heart keeps saying to me that this is not you. This is not you. And you know, the funniest thing is like, I feel like when a knowledge is okay, we know in our heart that, okay, it's okay. Let me stop watching now. If I don't stop watching now, I'll start taking in the garbage in and garbage out. Like my heart is, my, my mind is so tired that it won't flitter anything anymore. And those times we need to pay attention to what our body is saying to us. Our body always gives us a sign. I remember there was this time I was listening to something. I can't even, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this Mommy Geo saga. I was listening to this Mommy Geo saga. And honestly, whenever God I stream dramatic people, and I think I'm still going to talk about this Mommy Geo saga one day or the other, L or Evan. Yes. And I remember, like, anytime I go and stream dramatic people, right, I stream them a lot because I am trying to use them as, um, what do you call it, as comedy, just, you know, to laugh and just go away. But this day, I was streaming, and I think I was, before I started streaming, I, I was tired, right? So I was streaming, I found myself streaming, you know, I was streaming this conversation, and my body just, my mind just told me, like, um, um, stop listening. Like, I just felt full. I felt full, so, so full. But then I was like, mm, let me do one more video. Let me do more, two more videos. Let me do three more videos. And before I knew it, I started t- asking myself like, ha, huh, so am I making Evan? Then just in that that bit where I started asking myself, the Holy Spirit kicked in and said to me that, why do you keep listening to mad people? You are also going, only mad people listens to mad people. Only mad people listens to mad people. You are spending a lot of your time listening to mad people. Of course, your narrative is going to be mad. You become what you listen to. You become what you feed on. And if anybody has told you, listening to people's narrative, you are feeding on it. So you have to watch. You have to be able to guard your heart. You have to be able to listen to yourself. Identify yourself. Identify your own narratives. These are the pure ways to be able to, you know, pick your own narrative over other people's narratives you know my friends say a lot of things my friend talk to me about a lot of things and you know i see my friends you know even when they are joking about a lot of things but i make it like i know that it is not my narrative you know those type of things that people will say what if you marry somebody that is broke what if you never make it in life those type of what is are not you because be, be be very conscious of where you place yourself, of what you or what you imagine yourself to be. Be very careful of those things. Those things have a way of shaping your life, of opening doors of possibilities to you. And I think that in being more, creating more, and um, um, you know, just living a fulfilled life, you have to understand that your imagination is key. Your imagination is key. The, relation, the narrative that you allow to actually guard your art, to you, you listen to the narrative that you take in, also is key. You have to know that. You have to know that every narrative that you subject yourself under, you become a slave to that narrative. If you subject yourself to the narrative of there are no good women out there, then you start finding it hard to find a good woman. If you submit yourself to the narrative that oh um there's this is not um everything is just so tight you then 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 you're talking yourself out of the abundance mentality and the truth is that you are abundant in nature and uh, i think that's one of the things i'm also trying to get the fact that i'm abundant in nature everything god has created me to be i am it's just a matter of expression 
You understand what I'm trying to say? So you have to be very careful of the narratives you subject yourself under. If 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 people are talking about bad narratives and you know that you don't want those bad narratives to be your narrative, hide your head. It's okay for you to run away from people with that always talk. You know, I was talking to an elder brother one day. Yeah, I'm someone that has a lot of elder brothers. Yeah, I was talking to an elder brother one day and, you know, he was giving me this narrative and I told him that I am sorry. I'm going to sound very naive to you right now, but I cannot picture myself in this narrative. I cannot imagine myself in this narrative and... That was it for me. That was just the mind-blowing thing for me because what I realized was that because I could not imagine myself in those narratives, the doors of possibilities of those things happening to me or me seeing those things became so little. Like, the chances were zero. Like, you know, when he was saying it to me, it felt like I wasn't in the world. I wasn't in the world system. Like, I didn't know what was going on. But that's not it. It's just because I... I'm very particular about where I place myself, where I see myself, where, where I imagine myself to be. And right now, I'm trying to be very intentional about people's narrative. If your narrative is not my narrative, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you feel like I am just being disrespectful. I'm not going to take your narrative. I'm going to tell you that, oh, sorry, yeah, 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 but no, me, I experience things differently or I'm going to experience things differently and I'm going to be bold about it. I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm not going to be, you know, begging anybody. You have to be conscious of people's narrative, especially um, this social media world where everybody's coming out to talk one thing or two things and everybody's trying to sound wise. You have to know what your own narrative is. You have to be very true to it. What is my own narrative? I am going to make it, one. I am going to be successful, two. I am going to have a good marriage, three. I am going to be able to scale, four. I am not going to be limited, five. You know, you have to know what your own narrative is is before you start listening to people and, and taking their narratives like that. So, in the bit of this, I think all I'm just saying is, Guard your heart from narratives, from bad narratives, negative narratives. You don't need negative um, doors or possibilities around you. I mean, have you even finished using all the positive and um, possibilities around you? You have not. You have not. Yeah. So I want to say thank you for listening to this episode. But before we go, you know how we do it. You guys have to listen to a song. Yeah. And I'm thinking like... What song should I use? Um, okay, I'm going to use a song from my friend, Controversial Success. And it's um, it's a cover, a cover of a song. And I think that you guys are going to love it. So you guys listening in one, two, and three. Thank you. So blue, blue, and clouds so white. 
the bright blessed day and the dark secret night and I think to myself Beautiful in you. 